0: hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the sincerely nicole rose podcast i have been missing in action for the last two weeks and that is because life gets busy sometimes y'all it gets really busy and then when you do have like five minutes of off time the last thing you want to do is sit and record podcast episodes um For those of you that do listen, you'll know Sincerely Nicola's podcast is a hobby for me. And here's some fun facts about me. I run my own business called Sincerely Media. It is a social media agency where I do social media coaching, social media management, content creation, photography, videography, you name it. So I'm quite busy during the week. This is actually something I do in the evenings. But... Coming back, there was a specific topic I really wanted to speak about, and that is selective vulnerability, aka discernment, which is what this episode is called, and I know that sounds like a strange title, but Something I hear or I get asked a lot, actually, I had someone who's asked me this a lot recently, but in the past as well, this is something I get is, how are you able to be so vulnerable? How are you able to be so raw with everyone? And the answer is, selective vulnerability using my discernment to discern what is okay to share in what areas following the prompting of the holy spirit when i make decisions to share certain things there are things i've been through that are not public knowledge there are things that i go through that i do not talk about on the internet there are many aspects of my private life that are private. I know you look at this podcast and you look at my Instagram where I'm posting all the time. And in your mind it must be, no, Nicole is a super open, vulnerable person. All of her her life is on the internet and it's not. The stuff I deal with with my psychologist when I have to go to counselling either by myself or or with other people, which happens. That is something that doesn't go onto the internet because people don't need to know everything. And this is what I want to encourage people with because I know I get asked, well, we can't be that vulnerable. We just, we just can't. That's okay. There are a lot of things. There are many things, very, very private things that only a handful of people know. That I've only walked through or even spoken about with a handful of people that maybe in one day will be one day will become internet ready but are currently not. There are things that I'm walking through that I feel are very important to speak about, like mental health like living biblically those are really really important to me, even though I'm not perfect in them, and I choose to speak about them because. When I started struggling with mental, with, with mental illness, um, it was, so my, my diagnoses have changed. I started with um, general anxiety disorder and secondary depressive symptoms, and I've moved into general anxiety disorder with depressive episodes, which is much better, but um, no one spoke about that. I was terrified people were going to find out that there was something wrong with me, that my brain works differently, that the way I process the world is different, that there are aspects of my personality that react very violently in a negative way to situations. And this is something I also want to say. As someone who struggles with mental illness, I have to take full responsibility for my actions. I don't get the liberty of blaming my actions on an illness because in the end, I'm still responsible for the decisions I made. And it requires a lot of apologizing from me because I don't always get it right in the moment. And then I have to come back later and say, oh, I am really sorry I said that to you. This was how I was feeling and this is why I did it. But it still doesn't make it okay because I had no right to treat you that way. That is never an easy sentence to say. So... Discernment is so much, honestly, I feel as the church, we've almost missed out a little bit on what an amazing spiritual gift this is, and we don't utilize it nearly enough. Discernment is knowing what to share to people, knowing when what you're listening to is biblical or not discerning whether it is good to post something because there is an aspect of it that you're happy with but there's an entire side of it you can't endorse and don't just don't post that anyway so one of the reasons i don't post scripture or like sermon quotes and stuff from and like quotes from christian influences on my story especially well-known influences like an example the 1924 us us i don't know they're great i love their posts Christian does not go to church and he is okay with that. He doesn't see anything biblically wrong with that. We're told in scripture not to forsake the gathering of the saints. So even while he is sharing really good stuff and I am impressed with his boldness, I am still going to be very cautious in sharing what they post to my stories because there is a fundamental problem for me. So discernment also comes down to... Knowing what your what the fundamentals are that you cannot ignore, so when I walk in somewhere and I'm listening to something, other people might love it, and my I might have an issue with it, but that is me using discernment based on what I know, and then it is time to use it again in that situation to decide whether it is the time to grab the mango or throw it into the fan or whether this is something I can talk to someone on a private level about and discernment sucks i'm just going to put that one out there because half the time i'm the very aggressive person that wants to run into the room with a controversial statement throw it into the fan and watch everyone fight but that's not who christ called me to be that's not who christ has called anyone to be using my discernment to decide when it is good to share my opinions or when my opinions are just going to cause division and I need to add this in there there is a, there is space for sharing the truth, and I think it is vitally important and I am so grateful to the Christian women I follow who are boldly proclaiming the truth of scripture to the audiences, to anyone who will listen. I think that is amazing and as soon as something's biblical, I'm super happy to share it, whether it is offensive or not whether people are gonna disagree with me or not it's the areas of a pin opinion i'm less willing to share my opinions publicly because i've done some episodes before on i guest. i went on to a i was a guest on the chasing something podcast where i spoke about men's rights toxic femininity and feminazis and it did not go well Um, a lot of people received it really, really badly because being a woman and not being a feminist are two ideas that don't really go together anymore, which is really sad because I don't think you have to be a feminist if you're a woman. I'm not. I am not a feminist. I'm going to put it out there right now. And I feel comfortable doing that because I can biblically back up my stance and i know there are many god-fearing feminists that can biblically back up their stance as well and that is okay that is good we are allowed to disagree so how i'm sorry if my phone's sliding around it's making a noise so how does discernment affect our everyday lives what does it look like what does it look like to practice discernment well when things start popping up on your phone, people start sharing things. Just because something sounds good doesn't mean that it is good. Use the gift of discernment. Sit, think about it, look at it. Is it right? Is it not right? Make up your mind before you share something. When you are sharing with people in person, That is probably the most vital time to use the gift of discernment. Allow the Holy Spirit to guide you into what is good and profitable for that conversation and what isn't. There are many things that I've been through or that I've walked through that would do more damage if brought into a conversation with a specific kind of person than they would do good. And it's following discernment to know when it is good to share those things and when it is not good to share those things. And I am not talking about the gospel. Just putting that one out there. I'm not talking about using discernment when it comes to sharing the gospel. I am more talking about using discernment when it comes to maybe a more controversial topic that you've been through or something that's really personal. Can I tell you something I've learned the hard way? Not everyone needs to know everything. There are some things I've been through in my life that if people even talk about those things, it's like pushing the Nicole Starts Crying button. I absolutely dissolve. And I've learned that I have safe places where I can talk about those with friends, family, my psychologist, and um, the people I'm walking in accountability with. And it's good to have those conversations with them. But those things don't need to be public knowledge on the internet. I don't bring them up in conversations when I'm speaking to people for the first, second, or third time. That is stuff that is reserved for deep, deep relationship so I would encourage you to sit and decide what you are willing to talk about what parts of your testimony are you willing to share because vulnerability can I actually this is this is something I used to I actually still believe it if you're not being vulnerable you're wasting everybody's time including your own and the reason I say that is the thing that drives us to not be vulnerable is the fear of man and insecurity and I really want you to tune in to next week's episode. Um, It is called Confidence is Not Security and it deals with this specifically but just staying where we are today, I want to give you this to think about. What is stopping you from sharing? Because at first what stopped me from sharing was people thinking I'm crazy or people devaluing the testimony of what the Lord has done in me and there are still people who do that, but there are many people who struggle with um things I've struggled with and have struggled with and do struggle with who prefer the encouragement of someone who's been there. They like knowing they're not alone, that they're not crazy, that it isn't just some sidebar thing that many people have many issues. And people are so much kinder than you realize. Man, we do not give enough credit for the amount of kindness that is out there. So how is this going to change your life? How is going into the next week going to look different? How are you going to practice discernment? Are you going to practice it? Are you going to step out? Are you going to be bold? Because the only thing holding us back is ourselves and our beliefs. And I understand this is hard. Don't think that I sit here saying, oh, la, 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 blase, easy, easy, easy. It's not. It's hard. The first time you share something really, really open with people, it's going to be really difficult. And it's going to be really difficult the first few times. And you're going to hit hard conversation walls sometimes. But here's the thing. At least it's a conversation. One of the healthiest conversations I've ever had it came with one of my dad's friends. I'm even going to mention his name, Uncle Tom. We were sitting in the lounge and he asked me about my tattoos. And he's a boomer, so you know what the general feeling towards tattoos are there. And we actually had a conversation. And he gave me his reasons for not liking them. And I told him what I'd gone through, what I decided, how I made up my mind, how I did it in a way that was still honoring to my parents by following all the rules and requirements they'd set before me. And we got to the end of our conversation with him saying, I respect you. I disagree with you. I would hope that my kids wouldn't come home with tattoos like that. But I can understand where you have come from, where you've, how you've seen this and why it makes sense to you, and I'm gonna respect it. And I honestly, like that conversation has stuck in my mind because it was such a positive interaction for me. Don't be scared. Don't be scared to share with people Do not be scared to share what you really think. And there will be unpleasant moments where people say things mean things. I know I've been on the internet and I've learned to become a lot more discerning. And I often talk around things instead of about things. Because by talking around things, I can make people think. But honestly, I'm getting to the point where I've decided the hills I'm willing to die on. And it's time to plant my stake in them. There are some things that the Lord will put on your heart so strongly that you cannot stay silent about. And you need, you need, you need to listen to that voice, that prompting voice of the Holy Spirit. And you need to check that it is the prompting voice of the Holy Spirit. And then there are things that... It's time to use your discernment, whether you should talk about this, and to use it individually in each conversation. Is this the time to talk about this? Is this the time to talk about this? Is this, is this, is this? And to start practicing vulnerability with the people around you. Because, (laughs) oh, how does it go? It's from Revelation. By the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. I can't remember what the first part of it is, but by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And all I know is that there is nothing but goodness that comes from vulnerability. Vulnerability leads to empathy and empathy leads to growth. Empathy can be misused as everything can be. There'll be an episode coming on that at some point. But, but, do not let the fear of man... Stop you from sharing what God has got for you to share with someone in a moment. Listen to the Holy Spirit. Use the gift of discernment and share even though it may be hard and it may be challenging. And speaking the truth in love hurts because it often comes under correction. I know this. I have had to undergo so much correction in the last year. It's not even funny anymore. Like, Jesus, can we stop now? Please, But refinement is good, refinement makes us holy, it turns us to look at Christ and from there it molds us in his image. The Lord disciplines the ones he loves and disciplines can even mean that this has convicted you, that you realize that you have been holding back in fear. I read. Um, my mom gave me a book when I was about twelve, thirteen. After I'd given my life to the Lord, and I, I there's a there's a way to say it that I gave my heart to the Lord when I was four, but when I was twelve, thirteen, I really, really meant it. And then when I was twenty two, I fully understood it. And or not 22, I I was either 20, between 20 and 22, and I had my knees knocked out under me when I realized what a grievous sinner I was and how deserving of death and eternal punishment I was and what Christ did by going to the cross and being crucified for me. And if he could do that for me, who am I to hold back what he has done in my life in every single conversation I am part of? Because the most unloving thing I could do is hold my tongue, give people an elbow, and quietly walk them down the wider path to the gates of hell that is the most unloving thing i can do and using discernment i've said this earlier is uncomfortable and it calls you to speak the truth in love often but it calls you to do it with empathy and to do it with love okay thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope it encouraged you and man just thank you for listening i've appreciated those of you who've been coming to me in person and saying you've enjoyed listening to these it really really encourages me so um, if you're listening on youtube would you please like comment subscribe ring that notification bell it means the world to me if you're on spotify or itunes would you please Like this podcast, subscribe to it, and give me a five-star review because that goes so much further than you could possibly imagine. I love you guys. Tune in next week for Confidence Is Not Security as a follow-up to this post because I promise you, it'll encourage you.